Welcome in to your Wednesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis, your Weather Command forecast. For the rest of your Wednesday, colder and cloudy. 20% chance of snow this afternoon. Highs 35 to 40. Northwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Tonight, colder and cloudy. 20% chance of snow in the evening and patchy fog after midnight. Near steady temperature in the mid-20s. West winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Thursday, mostly cloudy in the morning, then becoming partly cloudy. Patchy fog in the morning, highs 30 to 35. Southwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Thursday night, mostly cloudy, patchy fog after midnight. Lows 15 to 20. Northeast winds 5 to 10 miles an hour. Friday, mostly cloudy, highs 25 to 35. East winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Friday night and Saturday, mostly cloudy, lows 15 to 20. Highs 30 to 35. Saturday night, partly cloudy, lows 10 to 20. Sunday, mostly cloudy, highs 30 to 35. Sunday night and Monday, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of snow. Lows 10 to 20, highs 25 to 30. Monday night and Tuesday, mostly cloudy, lows 10 to 15. Highs 25 to 30. The Haver Public School Board held their regular monthly meeting on Tuesday night and voted to move to four days a week of in-person learning if certain conditions are met. On the superintendent's recommendation, the board voted 4-3 to three to move to Schedule 3A next month, which means students would attend in-person four days a week with remote learning on Fridays. Kindergarten through fifth grade learners would move to 3A on January 11th, while the middle and high school would move to 3A on January 25th for the start of the second semester. The conditions that must be met are community cases per day in Hill County, below the 50 per 100,000 people threshold that the health department uses from December 28th to January 8th, Current case rate for the past week was 77.13 per 100,000. The community positivity rate must be at or below 10%. Over the seven-day period ending December 4th, it was at 16.4%. Another condition, the ability to deliver instruction face-to-face with certified staff at each building. Currently, there are no staff with active COVID cases, and there's one staff member in quarantine after being identified as a close contact. And lastly, parents and students must understand that face coverings must be worn at all times when social and physical distancing of six feet can't be maintained. If the district does move to phase 3A, students will be given that opportunity to opt out. If the positivity and case rate thresholds are not met, the district will remain in the current 2B phase of hybrid learning, and trustees can reassess at the January 12th or February 9th meeting. Five members of the public provided public comment prior to the vote. Two were in favor of the motion, three were against. One of the comments against came from Hill County Health Board member Erica McKean Hansen, who said she'd like to see face coverings required at all times. The other two comments against wanted to move to Phase 3A as soon as next week, but staff members at the meeting said this would be difficult to pull off on such short notice. Other actions taken at the meeting included some policy revisions or replacements due to federal changes to Title IX, a board performance assessment and meeting evaluation tool review was approved, fiscal year 2022 dues revenue estimate for Montana School Board Association was approved, revised return to play guidelines for athletics was approved, the addition of girls wrestling as a sport was approved, girls will remain able to compete against boys in duels, but there will be a separate state tournament for girls. Lastly, approved at the meeting was a stipend for essential workers for their hardship. This was approved unanimously. About 230 employees are eligible for a $500 stipend as they regularly work at least 20 hours a week, while 10 employees who work under 20 hours a week are eligible for a $250 stipend. The estimated cost of the stipends would be covered by COVID relief funds that have not been used. These funds would have had to be given back to the state if not used by the end of the year. Employees must have been working at the district since September 8th, 2020 and must be employed on the date the stipend is paid, December 18th. 
As the Loman East-West Project, located on U.S. Highway 2 between Haver and Chinook, heads into winter shutdown, the Montana Department of Transportation has announced the project has reached substantial completion. Crews have finished paving the highway mainline and have placed interim pavement markings, delineation, and guardrail for the project. Some permanent signs have also been installed. The project now provides passing lanes, turning lanes, new bridges, wider shoulders, and flatter roadway side slopes. Construction will resume this spring with a small amount of miscellaneous topsoil replacement, seating, rumble strip, final pavement marking, permanent sign work, and paving of the remaining unpaved approaches. Traffic speeds are back up to 70 miles an hour, but motorists should exercise caution going through the project since it's undergone significant changes. The project, which began in November 2019, stretches across just over 10 miles of US-2 and has an estimated cost of $28.9 million. Taking a look at daily local COVID-19 updates, yesterday Hill County reported 12 new COVID-19 cases and had 30 people meet the recovery criteria. The active case count is down to 154, with two hospitalizations. The last time the active case count was that low in Hill County was back on October 10th, when it was at 149. Hill County has now reported 1,445 total COVID-19 cases, 1,259 have recovered, 32 have died. Over in Blaine County, they reported zero new COVID cases and two recoveries yesterday. Their active case count is at 35, with one hospitalization, 498 people have recovered, and 20 have died. Over in Phillips County, they reported nine new COVID-19 cases yesterday. Their total case count is 349, 60 are active, five are hospitalized, 281 have recovered, and eight have died. Neither Liberty or Shoto County have provided COVID updates as of late. Once they do, we'll make sure to pass them along. Turning to state news... Today's COVID-19 update is in from the Department of Public Health and Human Services, and today Montana reported 747 new COVID-19 cases, reported eight COVID-related deaths, had an increase in active hospitalizations of 11, and had a drop in active cases of 154. Cumulative case total for Montana, 70,133. Total deaths, 771. Active case count, 17,294 with 490 active hospitalizations. 52,068 people have recovered. The counties with the most new cases today, Gallatin, 131, Yellowstone, 81, Missoula, 72, Flathead, 71, Lewis and Clark, 43, Cascade, 33, Rosebud, 31, Dawson, 30, Lake, 30, Bighorn, 23, Ravalli, 22. Police in Missoula are searching for a suspect in a fatal shooting. Sergeant Travis Welsh says a man was shot in the head in the parking lot of an apartment complex Tuesday afternoon. The suspect has been identified as 33-year-old Christopher Lance Newrider. Newrider pleaded guilty to aggravated kidnapping and aggravated felony assault for beating and hogtying a man in Missoula back in 2007. He has a 2018 conviction for burglary and recently absconded from the supervision of his parole officer in Anaconda. Newrider is 6 feet tall, weighs 200 pounds, and has brown hair, green eyes, and dark facial hair. He is believed to be armed. Frank White Clay has been sworn in as the new chairman of the Crow Tribe, a federally recognized tribe in southern Montana. White Clay was given his new position in an outdoor inauguration ceremony Monday. White Clay had been previously a representative for two terms in the Crow legislature. In his campaign, White Clay called on the government to be more transparent with its finances. He also called on the tribe to implement a more effective coronavirus response system. Bighorn County, which encompasses part of the tribe's land, announced Monday their 50th COVID-related death. Yellowstone County officials have released the name of a 17-year-old girl who died in a weekend shooting in Billings. The coroner's office says Daisy Cheyenne Moore of Billings died Sunday morning of a single gunshot wound to the head. Police arrested a 17-year-old boy on suspicion of deliberate homicide. 
He was being held at the Yellowstone County Youth Services Center. Police have not released details on an alleged motive or other circumstances around the shooting. Our registered nurse in Billings, who was diagnosed with COVID-19 in late November, is now hospitalized and fighting for her life. The AP reports Ellen Edland was placed on a ventilator over the weekend. She is now on a machine that pumps blood outside of her body, adding oxygen and removing carbon dioxide to allow her lungs to rest while her body battles the virus. The night before she was put on the ventilator, she asked her doctor if she was going to die. Dr. Aaron Rains says she told her she would do everything she could to keep her alive. Seattle Public Schools Superintendent Denise Juno says she will resign when her contract ends in June. The former Montana Superintendent of Public Instruction from 2008 to 2016 made the announcement Tuesday following the NAACP's call for her termination and a Seattle Times story saying the Seattle School Board president didn't expect Juno had sufficient votes to support the renewal of her contract. The board was to have made that decision next Wednesday. The relationship between Juno and some school board members has been strained in the past year, with the pandemic adding to heightened concern about Seattle Public Schools' direction. Juno is the first Native American superintendent in Seattle history. And now, taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat $4.94. Spring wheat $4.80. Blaine County, winter wheat $4.84. Spring wheat $4.75. Liberty County, winter wheat $4.99. Spring wheat $4.80. Shoto County, winter wheat $4.94. Spring wheat $4.80. And Phillips County, winter wheat $4.79. Spring wheat $4.70. And that does it for your Wednesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, stay safe out on the roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.